0: Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him, Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. I talk about all things simple on this podcast. Sometimes I'll talk about homeschooling, and sometimes I'll talk about life on our little hobby farm. And um, sometimes I, well, most of the time, (laughs) actually all of the time, I'll talk about my faith and Jesus. And actually, that's really what Simply Living for Him is all about. It is all about living simply not because we're minimalists not just because we want to clear a clutter but at the core it is all about living more simply so that we can eliminate the distractions that um, hinder us from our walk with God. And anything in our life that sort of takes our eyes off of Him is why we want to simplify. So today actually I was going to talk a little bit more about living simple and the rules for living simply. So guess what? There are no rules. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this because it was brought up this week on my Facebook page. We had a pretty good discussion and a very encouraging discussion actually about um Um, You know, this whole idea of um, what it really means to live simply. And actually, it's really going to be very different for everyone. Living simply is, for me, on my blog, on Simply Living for Him, what I do is absolutely not at all about following rules, you know. You can be a minimalist. You can live in a tiny house. You can live in an apartment. You can live in a large house. You can be a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, a homeschool mom. Uh, You could live on a farm, you could, whatever it is. None of those things have anything to do with living simply at least for me and what my mission is over at Simply Living for Him. It is not about rules and regulations. It's not about checking off a list. It's really different for everybody. What simply living means, or simple living I should say, means for everyone is going to look different because everyone has different things that will distract them from their true purposes and from God. So when I say that, it could be um, physical clutter. It could be mental clutter. It could be anything that you sort of have made an idol. It can be um, chasing after the wrong things. You know, I've used that example a lot. Like, are we chasing after the world or are we chasing after Jesus? So there really are no rules to follow in living simply. For us, yes, we live in a little hobby farm. We're living our little dream out here in the country and we love it. And we, you know have desired to live that way for a long time and now we are you know living a very simple life out here we love the fact that we live in a tiny little town and there's one blinking light in the town not even a real traffic light just one blinking light no grocery store no commercialized anything and we love it but that's not for everybody and that doesn't mean that somebody who lives smack in the middle of manhattan isn't living simply, right? It doesn't mean that at all. Um, it doesn't mean that you need to have a tiny house. You know, that's really big right now, the tiny house movement. It doesn't mean that you need to homeschool. Yes, we choose to homeschool, but for us, you know, the reasons might be very different than for others. And homeschooling definitely plays into our um, simple lifestyle. We enjoy the lifestyle of not really striving after um, what the world is striving after, you know, we define success as to what God defines success for our family. We do not feel, though, that if you're you're not homeschooling, you can't live simply. I mean, actually, many homeschoolers are probably thinking right now, how in the world can you even use homeschooling and simple in the same sentence, right? Because homeschooling actually is a very complicated thing sometimes. But for us, we you know do it in a very simple way. Actually, I wrote the book, Simply Homeschool. <laughs> so we do homeschool in a very simple way, um, but that's a whole another topic, and I do have a whole book on that, Simply Homeschool, um, but we, you know, choose uh, our lifestyle based on the desires that God has put in our heart, and God has put into every heart of every family different desires. So he is going to use whatever situation you are in, wherever you live, um, whether it's the city, whether it's the country, whether you're homeschooling, whether you're, like I at a work at home mom, a stay at home mom, a working mom out of the house, not a mom, whatever it is, he uses those things in your life for a specific purpose and for his glory, right? We all have to remember that this life is not about us. And how countercultural is that right now, right? You're like, huh? What do you mean this life isn't about me? My life is all about me, it's my life. No, I'm shaking my head over here. Not really. Your life and you were created for a purpose by God. You were created for a purpose for him, for his glory. And it really isn't about us. And this world is very loud and distracting and telling us every single day that it is all about us. And this world is telling us every single day to do the things that make us happy. And to follow the things that bring us pleasure. And to follow the things that provide us, you know, satisfaction. Although most people out there are running around doing those things and they're still not content. And why is that? Because many of us haven't come to the fact that all we truly need is Jesus. And that's what I talked about on the blog this week. And I talked about a little bit on the Facebook page and, you know, um, I had written a blog post about how Jesus is enough. And for me and my family, that is the mission that I have for you know for us and to share with others. And that is the reason that I write at Simply Living for Him. That is the desires that God has put in my heart that I feel like is what I need to do to sh- continue to share that message with others and to get that message out there. And sometimes that might not look... You know, that looks like it's not so simple. Here you are, Karen, sharing all over the internet, all these things and um, doing all these things. How is that simple? Well, for me, that's, you know, like I said, sharing the message of what God has put on my heart, but he hasn't put that on everybody's heart. So you can have a, a life that looks almost very busy or, you know, is filled with a lot of things that you're doing. But if those things aren't a burden and you're doing those things for God and you're doing those things because God is leading you, then the definition of simple isn't what you think, right? It's really about a mindset of, I need to clear the clutter of my life, of the things that are hindering my walk with God. And I'll tell you 100% right now, my walk with God actually continues to grow and grow and grow. The more I um, pursue my ministry and the more I meet people and connect with people, I am growing. So it's just a beautiful thing. People tell me they're encouraged and in return, I'm blessed by that. And I feel like this is exactly where God has me. Um, living simply, it can be, it doesn't mean you you have no TV. It doesn't mean you can't be on the internet it doesn't mean you have to live unplugged off the grid right there are no rules your lifestyle is between you and God and I always say this you know you guys hear me say this if you heard me speak at a convention you've heard me say this on the podcast you hear me say this in live videos and I'll say it on the blog because I believe it with all my heart I love that people are out there listening to my message and like I said my message at the core is really to point people to Jesus so I love that you're listening to me But in the end, I definitely want you to listen to me about, you know, going to God first with everything. But in the end, the other things about how I live and my lifestyle and the things that I do with my family and where God is leading us, you don't have to listen to me. I don't have all the answers for your life, right? You can glean information from others, but ultimately don't listen to me, listen to God. And that is what I'm always saying when I speak with others. You know, I am grateful that I can walk and, uh, you know, link arms with other families and other women on this journey. But ultimately, you are to listen to God and not any other person, including me. So, um, you know, if you are out there and you desire to live a more simple life, you don't have to think that you have to make a checklist or, you know, look at someone who says they're living simply and then say, oh, well, that's not really simple. They're doing all these things. If that's what God has called someone to do, then that's the beautiful thing, right? So I would just really say, if you are wondering what are the rules to living simply or what are the steps to living simply? How can I do this? You know, There are definite things that you can do, but you need to remember at the core It is not about the externals. It's about the internals. It's not about how big your house is. It's not about if you have cable TV or no TV. It's not about how many hours you spend on the internet a day. Although I would venture to say that if you're on there way too much, then that is, you know, something that could hinder. You know, with anything though, if you're on anything too much, if you're doing anything more than, um, you know, putting God first, then that's uh, a hindrance. So it's really a heart um issue it's not about externals we can't judge another and say well they're not living simply because they have you know um a really nice car or they don't live on a farm or they have a big house because that's not really our business right yes externally as the world would define simple living that might be true but like i said For me, and this isn't for others, this is for me, my mission on my blog and my ministry is to sort of peel away the layers of what it means to live simply and really um, focus on why we do what we do. You know, I think, though, that living simply is then a result um, of following God so when I say that I mean as I've said before the remedy to clutter and chaos I believe is Jesus because I truly believe that the more you desire to follow him and the more you desire to be in his word and know him more and get to know him the naturally less you will desire of this world you will naturally probably not want nearly as many materialistic things Perhaps, though, so God puts you in a place where you might need things. I mean, again, it just depends on where God is leading you. So we can never judge um, anybody else or make rules about how we live simply. But again, I... I believe that if you are desiring him more, you'll naturally desire less and less of this world. You know, you just don't need to kind of validate on Facebook or the social media because you know your identity is in him. And some people will say, you know, they have an issue with um, social media. They feel like they get their validation on there that, you know, the more likes they have or comments on a, a photo of them or or of their family or whatever it is or their accomplishments that that makes them feel better, but I truly believe the more you know God, and the more secure you are in your identity, those things are fun, but they're not going to be like the be-all, end-all. Or you know, the more you desire Him, it's kind of like we still enjoy having stuff, but the appeal of that kind of stuff is a lot less. I don't need to spend hours like shopping for just the right things because, frankly, I realize it's all just stuff. And I would much rather spend my time pursuing things like people and relationships, reading my Bible, ministering. You know, for me, ministering in what I do is is greatly satisfying to me. And it, like I said, greatly actually blesses me. And there's nothing like knowing you've encouraged someone else out there. And when I get emails about it, I just, I'm blown away. And I could truly say at this point in my life, I believe I am fulfilling my calling. And, and that's such an amazing feeling. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm fulfilling my calling. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes I want to fold it all up and I want to say, I don't want to do this. This is kind of, you know, hard, but nothing that we do that's worth it. Is going to be easy, right? Everything should be a little bit challenging at times. So we try to embrace those challenges and, and move on and move forward. But really, there are no absolutes to living simply, right? I joke around and I say, I want to live like a little house on the prairie. And, you know, I just want to live that way. And we all know that if I truly lived on little house on the prairie, I would probably not survive. <laughs> Hey, I don't like to be cold. What am I going to do in the winter? Oh my goodness, have you seen those episodes with like the blizzards and the snow up the doors and... Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. So, you know, I joke around and I kind of idealize Ma on Little House on the Prairie, forgetting about how completely difficult and really not simple it would be to live back then, right? In fact, and I've said this before, we live in a time where we have all the modern conveniences. We don't have to cook all day like Ma. We don't have to go out hunting for food like Pa. And yet, we are in a society that is busier and more stressed than ever, when we should have more time to do things that truly matter, like spending time with the Lord. Seeking after Him with all your heart, thirsting for His words, spending a lot of time in His words, spending time with your kids, focusing on people. For me, living simply is all about building relationships, you know, having less stuff and doing more real things. That used to be the tagline on simply living for Him when I first began the blog. It was have less and do more, right? Have less stuff and do more real things. I've changed it over the years to the remedy to clutter and chaos, finding the remedy to clutter and chaos, because it really is all about Jesus. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I don't want anyone to ever think that they have to kind of like, you know, get a checklist. Okay, I want to live simple, so let me see. First thing I need to do is sell all my stuff. Second thing I need to do is, uh, you know, buy a tiny house or move out to the country or whatever it is. Again, you if you have a large house and your mindset is on the things that matter most, then you're living simply. If you're not trying to constantly fill up your life with things that are not mattering for eternity, if you're constantly focused on Jesus and focused on him, who am I to say if you have a big house, you don't live simply? It's not my business, right? That's between you and God. I truly believe that living simply is something that is a mindset, Uh, a a posture of your heart and it is not about just the externals so um like i said it doesn't matter where you live it doesn't matter if you homeschool it doesn't matter it matters that you are chasing after god with your whole heart and you're seeking him and desiring to follow him now like i said the result of that might be that you don't really feel like you need a big house or For instance, you may feel like you need a big house because you want to use it for God. You want to use that house to fill it with people. Use what God has given you to bless, you know, and we've talked about this. And when um, Steve and I moved out to this house that we moved um, in the country um, about two and a half, almost three years ago, it'll be three years in the fall. We said that we were just beyond blessed with what God was giving us. He gave us a bigger house than we needed or wanted. Now, trust me, it's not a mansion, but (laughs) it's not a tiny house either. It has space. And um, first thing I said was, I'm not filling this house up with stuff. We're going to have kids over. I want to be the house where the teenagers come over. We're having families over. And that's what we do. We try to have family nights where we invite families over. So the kids and the parents, we all hang out together, share a meal. Sometimes we'd sing some worship songs, do some Bible study together. Although we haven't done the Bible study in a long time. We've been more keeping it like a casual fellowship time. Um, because sometimes it's hard when you have friends that have like six kids each and then your four kids, it's hard to end up doing a Bible study when you got all those kids. So we've kept it more of a fellowship time. But earlier when we first started doing family nights, we always did a Bible study with the families. Beautiful thing to see like two year olds up to, you know, us parents, I won't say how old's <laughs> studying the Bible together. Everybody's sitting there with their Bible open, reading through. It's just amazing. Worshiping together, praying together as families. I open up my house in the summer for ladies' prayer. I do once a week. I just say my house is open for prayer at this time. Come on over. Just join me, whoever comes, and we'll pray together. Uh, We use our garden as ministry. We're growing food over here at Love's Farm. You can follow that on the Facebook page and see what we're doing. But my husband really, really believes in using what we have, and I also, (laughs) using what we have given to give it away. Because you know what? At the bottom, at the end of the day, we have enough. We have more than enough. We have lived when We had no money. We know what it's like to really have no money. Okay. We got married young. um, You know, well, I would say young for these days, early 20s. um, Had our, our family right away. Um, And so we didn't get off to a good start financially because we were just out of college. We didn't like save up for the kids and save up for the, you know, we did it all backwards, got married, had kids, and then figured out how to buy a house, right? But that's what we wanted because we knew that we wanted our family first and that God would provide because he knew our hearts and he has. From the very beginning, I've been able to stay home. My husband now has his own business. So we truly believe we've seen God bless us. So we know how much we really need. to survive because we've survived on a lot less so what we do now is we just take anything extra and we're giving it away because we know that ultimately what we have is not ours anyway So we've grown food in our garden so that we can kind of have a ministry. We want to be known in the town as like the people that give their food away because we would hope ultimately that people would come to know Jesus through seeing us give our food away. You know, we always say anybody in need, come over and we'll give you eggs. We have a little farm stand we'll put up in the summer months once the harvest starts coming in and we'll sit out there with our vegetables and put a little sign, take what you need. It's free. And, um, it's just a beautiful thing to be able to not hold on to the things of this world now the miracle and all of that is I used to be and sometimes it still creeps up because we're all a work in progress but I used to be such a warrior and I used to have so much anxiety over finances I guess because, you know, when you start out and you don't have a lot of money and your bank account's really always down to zero um, and you're really, really living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I remember we couldn't even order a pizza. We couldn't do anything extra because we just didn't have it. So to be able now to live comfortably, like I said, we are not rich. (laughs) But to be able to not have to count every penny and not be able to order pizza if we want, you know, all that stuff. To be able to give what we have knowing that it's not ours anyway everything we have comes from God and we have enough so we will share our abundance and really it's such like I said a miracle to even have that mindset for me because I wanted to hoard because I was afraid of not having enough I you know my um I would be inclined to, you know, save, 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 because what if, or, you know, um, try to hold on to what we had, because I was afraid of losing it. Although now, with the mindset of living simply and, and needing less than we, you know, think we do and really focusing on how can i live not for my own pleasures and seeking after my own you know successes or money or any of that stuff how can i live so that we can share what we have with others and not feel like my security comes from money because that's for so long how i felt early on in our our uh, marriage was that I felt secure when the bank account had enough. Now, of course, you are secure in some way, but it's such a false sense of security when you start placing your security in things because my husband lost his job three times. So here I am thinking I'm secure, and then it was taken out from me so many times. So obviously, that's where a lot of my anxiety about finances come from, because when you're young and married and pregnant, two of the times he lost his job, I was pregnant with separate children so you know here is like okay god says you're anxious about money watch what i do i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna keep putting you in these situations so that you 100 percent will stop relying on the bank account and start relying on me so we've grown so much in that area and like i said for me you know steve is very different he is very not worried about money he's very um Just more (laughs) level-headed than I am. Uh, Not as, you know, emotional as women get. You know, we're going to run out of money. So he's just very more stable than me. So, you know, for me to now be on board with him and say, Okay, we're going to grow all this food and we're going to put all this, you know, it, it costs money to build the gardens and do all the things we do and with the animals and feed the animals and chickens and everything. Um, and to say, okay, but that's all right because this is where I want to invest my money so that I can give a family a carton of eggs. I can give a family, you know, vegetables. And yes, it's about nourishing anyone physically that may need food, but it's really about nourishing them spiritually and saying in those... Um, Actions when we give our food away that, you know, people say, why would you do that? You could sell this. And we say, well, we just know that God has blessed us and we want to share that blessing with others. So, that for us, again, this is not something that anybody else needs to do. This is something that God has placed on our hearts to do, and it's the desire of our heart. But that's the beautiful thing. God will give you those kinds of desires, and God will give you those kinds of purposes in other ways. You know, we're not all meant to give all our food away. We're not all meant to have a farm. We're not all meant to, um, you know, whatever it is. You all, everybody has a different ministry. And it's our job to really seek Him to find out. What that is. So again, there are no rules to living simply. If you are reading my blog and you're like, Oh, I don't have a farm. I don't have chickens. Or I don't homeschool. That's wonderful. You're not supposed to look like me, right? We're all different and that's so beautiful. God uses people everywhere all over this world for so many different reasons and in so many different ways. The main thing is to... Keep your eyes fixed on him and what is um, your purpose each day for him? Letting go of living for yourself and truly living for him. And that's the key to, I think, a simple life. Because then all of a sudden you start to kind of like, it's just like the song and Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus, which is our theme for our ladies retreat this summer. So um, I've got this song playing in my head all the time. But that is exactly what simply living for him is about and what I think living simple is about turn your eyes upon Jesus and look at his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely dim right and that's what it's all about all of a sudden you're like when you're looking at Jesus you're like hmm, the things of this world that I was excited about before you know back in the day I used to like to go to the mall I don't know who I was back then. I am not a mall person, but back in my younger years, teenage college years, I enjoyed the mall, right? I do not enjoy the mall now. I don't even want to step foot near the mall because to me, it's just, it's not exciting. But you know, that's those kinds of things. The things that once used to excite us, they grow when we say strangely dim because all of a sudden we realize our desires are changing. Our desires are shifting. Because our eyes are fixed on him. And that's truly what it means to live more simply. No rules, no regulations, definitely no legalism. All about Jesus. If you find anything out there that is hindering you from your walk with Jesus, then that is what you need to simplify. And it's going to be different for everybody. So you can't place your rules or your... um, convictions on somebody else. You cannot do that. You simply have to follow Jesus and love others and um, keep your eyes fixed on Him. And that's really what it would be to live more simply. So I hope that was a little bit helpful if you're out there and you're sort of just trying to figure out, you know, what do I do if I want to live simply? Do I have to be a minimalist? Do I have to have no, you know, like five outfits and nothing else or... You know, my kids can't have any toys. Do I have to live clutter-free? Sure, those things would be great. But guess what? You could do all those things and still, um, without Jesus, it wouldn't matter. You'd still end up empty. You still wouldn't be living for the right things. So it's not about the externals. Those may be a result, definitely will be a result of a life that is lived for Jesus, but it's going to look differently for all of us. So be encouraged out there, be encouraged that we all choose to walk a different walk. For me, it's a little hobby farm with my chickens, (laughs) you know, my gardens, my pretend little house on the prairie. But that may not be for everybody. So, and for us, like I said, it's homeschooling. We're a work-at-home family. We enjoy our family time. We don't really want to be participating in any rat race out there. We are content. We're not looking to be rich. We just want more of Jesus. So I encourage you, just seek after more Jesus, and you will live a truly simple life. Um, I would encourage you to comment on the blog and comment on the Facebook page. I've been doing live videos over there, especially this month. Our June challenge is Simple Summer. So we've been talking about how you're keeping your summer more simple and especially even unplugging a little bit. So you can check out the Facebook page and the live videos. You can also, if you are listening to this um, uh Podcast on iTunes, if you could rate it or review it, that would be really great. Personally, I don't care. I'm not like, I need good reviews. I need, you know, to pump up my ego. It just helps get that message out there. Actually, that's what Steve tells me. He says if you have more reviews and more ratings, it just helps people, you know, be able to hear the message more. And that's what I want, people to hear the message of Jesus. Um, also, we have a few tickets left for our assembly Living for Him retreat, and that is coming up in four weeks from now. It's July 13th to the 15th at the beautiful Lodges at Gettysburg in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Please register like immediately if you're planning on coming because we're closing registration probably within the next two weeks or so because I need to have my final numbers turned into the venue. So you can find all the information on simplylivingforhim.com. We would love to have you join us. It's not a fluffy, I keep saying, not a fluffy women's conference. No offense against fluffy women's conferences. This just is not one of them. (laughs) This is a time where we're going to kind of have no frills, but It'll still be very nice, trust me. You know, it's a nice place, a nice getaway. But the focus is not going to be on the stuff. The focus is going to be on seeking Jesus. And I believe you're going to be very blessed if you can get some time away in a beautiful location with other sisters in Christ to simply focus on Jesus for two days. Okay, so I think that is all. I will see you around there on Internet World. And again, comment on the Facebook pages and on the blog and continue the discussion and let me know what you think and how are you living simply? And are you struggling thinking that you needed to follow rules? And is that freeing that you don't need to follow rules? So let's continue the conversation over there. And until next time, I wish you blessings and joy.